What's up, everyone? Welcome back to this week's episode of 30 Minute Break with Jake. Today, I'm sitting down with DJ Dalton, aka Dalton Hessel, to go over some of his life choices. Currently, he is a substitute school teacher, but part time DJ and also writing books on the side. Let's hear what he has to say. All right, so today we have Dalton Hessel joining me today for a good 30-minute talk. Just kind of go over his background and see where he's uh, at in life right now and what he has to say. Sounds good to me. How's it going, man? It's going pretty well. Yeah, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me here. It's, yeah. Uh, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so to kick it off, you want to just give a little background about yourself, um, what you're doing these days, where you're living, and how everything's going. Sure. Yeah, so right now I'm a long-term substitute teacher in... Uh, Hayward, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. teaching third grade. That's been that's been quite an adventure. Every day's, I mean, there are a lot of good days, um, but every day you never know what's going to happen. There's some of the routine stuff, and then there's also like, all right, what the heck just happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, so I've been teaching third grade in Hayward, and then I'll start teaching, have my own classroom um, in second grade in the nice. fall. So um, staying busy with that, but then also DJ um, weddings yep. and stuff on the weekends, yeah. and then. Um, just started a company called the Northern Nerd, try to highlight the Northwoods of Wisconsin and Minnesota and just give artists, artists and creators a platform to share their work and things like that. And yeah, it yeah. seems like you're pretty busy with that Northern Nerd. I see it everywhere now. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's been nice to just get the ball rolling with that. And Yeah. So how, I mean, the Northern Nerd, give me a little background on that. Did you start that recently or is that, it's been a thing? Um, About a year ago, like about a year ago, a couple weeks Okay. A couple of weeks ago, it yeah. was um, I started. I was procrastinating on homework in my in my uh, at my house, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I was like, you know, maybe I should try this <laughs> thing. And I I pulled up like a Wix Wix site and just started playing around with stuff. Like, all right, what if what if we had um, a game review place or sure. movie reviews? Had a buddy write those or okay. talk about craft beers and different things like that. And then I kept running over to my roommate's room and showing him like. Hey, does this look good? He's like, yeah, this looks fine. And so he's playing video games and I was doing that and I just keep running back and forth and yeah, like four bowls of Captain Crunch and there you go. coffee that day and nice. grinded it out. So. And that's, uh, it's focused mainly around Hayward, right? Hayward, Wisconsin? Um, For the most part, yeah. Okay. I'd like to branch out and maybe like highlight Eau Claire a little bit more just because yep. just from around Eau Claire too, going yeah. to school here and, and then um, I guess wherever it takes me from there. So maybe up in Duluth or... Just different places in the north woods of Wisconsin, north of Highway 8 sometimes. Mm-hmm. But And yeah. I see, I mean, you got a podcast with it now, too, so you're obviously doing more than just branding. I mean, you're kind yeah. of making a little environment for it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, what what prompted you to do the podcast? Uh, I always, I've always been interested in radio. Yeah. I was actually going to go to school for journalism okay. and then decided to go into teaching instead. So it's oh, always been something there you go, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to pursue. So it's okay. been doing, yeah, the podcast and then I do like a weekly reading with Dalton, I call it. Okay. So I'll read like a different kid's book and just do Facebook live, but mm-hmm. just try to promote literacy and not a lot of families maybe have like bedtime stories at night. So that was kind of the push yeah. there with that. Well, that's cool. And then um, I have an episode. I do like a weekly episode called Musky City Music. Okay. And it's just me talking about records. Nice. Being a DJ, I have some recommendations for people. Sure, like, yeah. Whether or not they listen to them, that's <laughs> that's beside the point. But Yeah. Do you have a pretty good following now? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, getting there. Yeah. Sweet. It's not easy. I mean, coming yeah. up and doing that, especially in a small town of Hayward, mm-hmm. I feel like it's a really tight-knit community just so you can like break that and actually get people to come and like, we're Northern Nerd, you know, come listen to you. Yeah. Um, 
That's awesome, man. Congrats with that. Thanks. So, uh, substitute teacher, what got you into teaching? That's a that's a path that not many people want to take. Yeah, well, and especially guys now too. It's uh, in the elementary field because mm-hmm. most of the time you'll see like males being history teachers or math teachers at the high school level, but there's not yeah. many male teachers in the elementary school level. Sure. And so they said like, "Hey, you're really likely to get a job." So that was one of the reasons. Like, okay, okay. the job outlook is pretty good. Yeah. But also, um, our have you watched Boy Meets World? I have, yes. Okay. Way back when. So <laughs> Mr. Feeney made a big impression on me. Okay. I was like, you know, I want to be someone's Mr. Feeney. Sure. So that was kind of been this the story I tell people whenever somebody asks, like, why are you in teaching or something like that? Mm-hmm. I, I had a lot of good teachers growing up, and I kind of want to be that um, for other students too. It's a. It seems like it's a really rewarding job yeah. um, in the sense that, you know, you make an impact on a kid, and it, it spreads you know, not, not many kids have like a great figure in their life. And that's, that's awesome. If you want to have an impact like that on someone. Thanks. Um, yeah, that's cool. How, how's the teaching going though? I mean, have you, have you ran into a lot of issues with the kids or anything like that? Um, not too many issues. I get, I mean, like there's this stuff, like students try to avoid some of the work, but you'll have sure. that in any classroom. Yeah. But, uh, each and every day there's some quote that they'll say, and I, I try to keep track of this stuff. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll write it down. Okay. Uh, like, if there's a really good one, I'll just share it on my Facebook page, like a, a quote of the day from third grade or nice. whatever the case may be. But yeah, they they keep life interesting. Like, yeah, I haven't had yeah too many roadblocks. They've been really good kids and just um, really eager to learn. That. And, yeah, nice. Did had, you? Oh, keep going. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I had like uh, I wanted to show them how we can learn from our mistakes, and I told them that when I was a kid, I was put in charge of making Kool Aid for the family. Mm-hmm. Well, I put salt instead of sugar in the Kool Aid on accident. <laughs> And so they're like, Mr. Russell, can you like show us how you did that? Yeah. And so on a Friday, I brought in Kool-Aid and then I brought in sugar and salt. And I put Make sugar them in one of them and then I put salt <laughs> in the other one. And I was like, and this is the mistake I made. Yeah. I learned from it kind of thing. But yeah. Give them a little lesson on that. Yeah. Did they, uh, did they know about the Northern Nerd? They don't. No. no you're not going to bring them any swag? <laughs> no. Yeah. Here you go, kids. Here are all these stickers. Yeah. And, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to use like my position of power to like promote yeah. my promote my brand or anything like that, that. but sense. if they if they find it organically then I'll, i'm all for it but yeah i told him about like the reading with dalton thing to mm-hmm. just tell him hey if you're looking for a bedtime story just have your parents go on this and then mm-hmm. they can watch it do a lot of look a lot of kids actually go on and listen um, on to it a couple of them have that's cool yeah yeah get a little impact in outside of the classroom too right um I got, well let's jump on the dj because that's okay. where i essentially met you is djing yeah. at twin lakes tap um yeah so a little spot. a little bit with that is my fiance's parents have the cabin up in Hayward and uh, we go up there and we go to this bar called Twin Lakes Tap. And uh, we saw that they had a DJ one night. So obviously we, we went there and it was Dalton and I mean, we hit it all. We, I feel like that's the only reason we really go there now is because when you're yeah. DJing, um, how'd you get into the DJ life? It's, it's not something you just kind of jump into. I feel like you told me before you had a little pass with your parent um, DJ too. So that kind of helped a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. My dad um, DJed, ever since he was like 20 years old and uh i just kind of went and started djing with him when i was younger so i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't start playing the tunes but i'd be there yeah. kind of like watching like he'd i was under his wing in a sense yeah and sure he's kind of showing me the ropes and when i was 13 i dj'd my my eighth grade graduation dance nice so that was really fun yeah yeah what the kids think of that one they liked it i was like guys <laughs> just give me a list of songs i'll play them for us yeah and they're like you serious yeah let's do this yeah there you go and uh, and then in 2015 I started my my own DJ business and yeah and then it's just been DJing weddings and 
dances and all took like off. That. Yeah, all the stuff like that ever since. So. That's awesome. Um, you're pretty booked up this summer, aren't you? Yeah, I think I have like three three open weekends. Jeez. It's it's good to be busy, but also at the same time, it's like, all right, I need to make sure that I have time on the weekends just in case like something comes up and a yeah. friend wants to hang out or yeah, stuff push like around that. some but, stuff. Yeah, but it's good to be busy. I'm not I'm not complaining. Yeah, no, um, absolutely. So when you're DJing, is there a lot of people think you're just playing music? You're, but is there more to it? I mean, before you go to a wedding, you have to build a set list and all that stuff, uh, playlist for people, and make sure everything's in, intact. Yeah. There's definitely a science behind it. And that was kind of one of the things that my, my dad told me is like, all right, you have to climb, climb the ladder and then go down the ladder again. So there's like, whether that's you start in a particular genre. So most weddings I'll start off like with older songs first, mm -hmm. just because most weddings have some older crowds. So maybe their grandparents are around or parents mm -hmm. are around and you want to get them involved on the dance floor. So sure. I normally kind of start off go back, go back a little ways and then build up to the newer stuff and then go back down to the older stuff. And it just keeps ebbing and flowing throughout the whole evening. And then, yeah. And then probably once like 10 o'clock hits, that's when all the younger people are still on the dance floor. So then you're like, all right, yep, we can break out little Johnny yeah. these side boys here. <laughs> there we, you can, go. we can kind of open this thing up. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, I mean, every wedding, every wedding is, is different and yeah. you'll play some of the same songs, but you never know what's going to come up or what you're going to see. And mm -hmm. That kind of that kind of keeps it really really that, fun. That's entertaining. Yeah, I mean it, it is entertainment too for people. Um, so making sure that they want you to come back. Yeah, that's awesome. I've got a I've got a good track record so far. So I've been keeping track of like the couples that I DJed for. And yep. One of my traditions is like take a picture with the couple afterwards. Mm -hmm. So I have I'll have like a pretty good wall of pictures once I finally decide to hang up hang them up. But mm -hmm. also like the koozies. Okay. For like the gifts and stuff. Sure. I have so many koozies right now in my closet. Oh, I'm sure. At home. <laughs> it's like, oh, all right, thank you for keeping my drink cold. And, yeah, right. And like another uh, one, little souvenirs and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, nobody. So far, nobody's gotten divorced. I'm not gonna knock on wood right here. <laughs> Every wedding I've DJed, nobody's got divorced yet. So you hear that? Have good. Dalton be your DJ, and you, you yeah. got good luck the rest of your life. Yeah, let's hope. <laughs> I mean, we have you DJing our wedding, so uh, yeah. I mean, there you go. That's the main reason. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put that on my business card. Like yeah, yeah. 100% guaranteed. <laughs> 100% guaranteed. No divorce. Da, 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 yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. Um, And you're pretty much like Hayward. You told me last night you go to Green Bay, Milwaukee too, did you say? Yeah. So you're, I mean, word of mouth is spreading. Um, yeah. Do you have like a website too with that? Or you can just like, hey, hit me up here. Um, um I just have my Facebook page. Otherwise, okay. people will just call me too. Um, But it's ever since like the first year that I did it, I haven't had to do any marketing or advertising. It's all been that's huge. word of mouth. So that's been really nice. And word of mouth, that's that means a lot nowadays. Yeah. Um, so if someone can give you a great recommendation, that's that's awesome. Yeah, just even today at like the Eau Claire Marathon, people were asking me for like business cards and stuff like that. And yeah, you were DJing there today too. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. How was that? It was good. A lot of good energy down there. Like okay. it, it was sunny and then it would rain and the sun came out again and then it would rain again. Yeah. So I was lucky that we had a tent that I could kind of grab my stuff and put it underneath there but yeah yeah just a lot of a lot of support for the runners and yeah just everybody it was good it was a really good time yeah do they uh do they provide all the stuff or you got to bring your own equipment um i just brought my own equipment yeah and then you, they had you set up at the, the finish line i take it yeah pretty close to the finish line i was right by um the pickle and pioneer and fleet Field oh nice so i nice. was right at the, the college row you know yeah yeah <laughs> 
kick some of the kids out from the last night. <laughs> Still sleeping around over there. I, w- I woke them up this morning at yeah. 930 if they were sleeping. So Yeah, get out of here. That's, yep. that's awesome, man. How did you get linked up with the Eau Claire Marathon? Um, well, actually, it was it was through Renew Church, and they, they were kind of put in charge of kind of having a big like pep rally, basically, okay. on Water Street. So sure. I went to I go to Renew Church and went there since um, senior year of college. So okay. just kind of was plugged in there, and then they're like, hey, do you want to DJ for us? And yeah, couldn't say no. Why so, not? And obviously, they probably paid you too, so yeah, it was why good. not? Um, was there a lot of people there today, I take it? Yeah, it was a pretty good crowd. I. I mean, I haven't been to the Eau Claire Marathon too many times, so mm-hmm. I don't have much to compare it to, but it was a it was a pretty pretty significant crowd, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um well I guess we'll just jump into something else here. So you've wrote a couple of books now? Six. Six books. Yeah. Tell me about that, man. That's uh when I think of writing a book, I think of you're you're literally sitting in a den for the next year or two, <laughs> grinding away and then you publish something and then hopefully it goes goes well yeah um how does that go i mean um well early on it's it was just something that i wanted to do i was like all right i want to write a book so Mm -hmm. my first book is not something that i'd like share with people now just because it's like my first work sure sure. i mean start somewhere that was a big thing yeah just got to start somewhere and see where it goes but yeah so i wrote the first my first book in like two weeks but it was, it was like my senior year of high school yeah and i had like quite a few study halls mm-hmm. so i just became obsessed with it and then it was like a hundred page book but it was just I mean, 100 pages that's 100 pages yeah so it was it was something that i that i just wanted to do and so mm-hmm. i did it and then it's just been growing from there so okay um but yeah i've i found it really easy to like write at coffee shops mm-hmm. and different things like that but i call myself like a um, anti-social extrovert so i'll go to like these different places yep. but i'll be by myself and i'll mm-hmm. just like be reading a book or bring my notebook and then just to be around that different energy yeah give you some inspiration and whatnot yeah so i i just go to the Backroads coffee shop in hayward and and do most of my writing there but are they pretty familiar with you now yeah yeah they let me sell my books there too so that's that awesome helps. how uh how do you get you know a background for a new book when you like a storyline a plot what do you what do you do to get the motivation and inspiration for that? Most of my stuff so far has been just from my own like personal experience. Mm-hmm. So a couple of the books that I wrote were just stories from growing up. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so one of the stories or one of the books I have is called thoughts and it was just like a bunch of random thoughts. So, mm-hmm. um, it was stuff growing up from my childhood and I called the cops to my uncle when he was babysitting me once because he wouldn't let me finish gargoyles. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So that's in there. And, yeah. uh, just a bunch of stories from high school like pranks we pulled on each other and yeah um, we we parked one of my friend's trucks in like a soccer goal post mm-hmm. one night after our baseball game because nice. he left his keys in my truck don't leave your keys in his truck and we left a clue <laughs> on my other buddy's vehicle because he was riding with him yeah and we just put goal and so we went all over town trying to figure out where we were Jeez. we were hiding in the golf course bushes like with mcdonald's just watching and waiting for him to come back really? yeah oh my gosh so that was quite an experience but uh yeah yeah, just drawn on a bunch of different things from life, and um, sure. and it's kind of changed. Like my last book was a, just a book full of poetry. Mm-hmm. And that was my first poetry book that I wrote, but mm-hmm. it's it, it was received pretty well. So yeah, do yeah. you have to uh, you go through Amazon Publishing? Is that what you talked we talked about earlier? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like Kindle Direct Publishing or something like that. But they what you do is like you can 
just upload your Word document mm-hmm. and then you create your own cover art and, okay. and then put it on the Amazon Marketplace and you can have a bunch of them shipped to you directly. So then you can put them at like your local local stores mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But then sure. it's also just on the Amazon Marketplace. That's awesome. And is it doing well? I mean, your books, are they selling? Yeah. You're not the, you're not the best seller yet on New York Times? Not yet. You're no, getting there. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, I mean, it's just nice to see like people reach out to me after they read some of my stuff and say, wow. I really connected with this and that's what I do it for. I'm not, I guess yeah. I'm not trying to like make a million dollars or anything like that. I mean, it'd be cool if it happened, but yeah, yeah I'd right. just to try to connect with different people and yeah. stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. And you're mostly selling them around Hayward online. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I had them in, um, the local store here in Eau Claire, um, for a little bit and then those sold out. But now that I'm not going to school here, it's kind of tough to keep really supplying. Yeah. stuff like that but yeah do you uh you have another another book coming out you have anything in the works um i really want to do like uh a daily devotional for men okay so just something because i've been reading a lot of like um christian books lately and okay. just been like reflecting on that so i'll read a verse and then write about it and mm-hmm. then so that's something i want to do next that's my next project i'd say okay so it's slowly in the works yeah nice so it won't it probably won't be out this year but maybe sometime in the future okay that's yeah. my next project you'll have to let me know i'll pick one up sounds good sweet <laughs> um yeah that, that's awesome man writing a book that's a that's a big accomplishment thanks i have some friends that are pretty big into writing and i, I hate writing with a passion i just yeah. never liked it um i could do numbers but i just the writing is just not my forte so that's kudos to you <laughs> thanks well and i'm not a numbers guy so kudos to you for that so. all right right back <laughs> yeah there we go cool that's awesome um you got any questions for me anything you want to chit chat about i mean you you have your own podcast how do you usually go about doing that oh man yeah so what i do is just try to talk about like what um people really enjoy doing find out what they're passionate about mm-hmm. and then we just talk about that and just kind of go off on just conversation yeah so I'll, I'll switch the roles here. All right, um, let's do it. Yes. We're now on Dalton's podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's the most uh, elaborate crossover <laughs> episode ever. This is insane. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So a question I have for you is what's, what's something that you really find um, that you're passionate about outside of your job or outside of um, like this podcast? What, what do you find? You know, passionate about? that's a, that's a tough question. Yeah, I'm um, hitting you hard right away. I know, and, and Raquel and I have talked about this before because you go, you get out of college, you go to work, you mm-hmm. come back, you go to bed in a couple hours. You know, you really don't have much time. Like when you're in college, you can do more than just go to class. Right. Um, I guess what I'm passionate about is just achieving goals more or less. So I, I, I like to set a lot of goals for myself. Okay. Whether that be career goals or like relationship goals, whatever. Yeah. Um, And just try and hit it and then if i you know pick up a new hobby i like to just stick with it um and pretty much drive it home and be as good as i can be at it um because i know I'm, I'm good at like picking up a hobby and then dropping it in a couple months yeah um so i like this podcast i'm really hoping it sticks because it's it, it like allows me to come closer to people mm-hmm. um and you know sit down and talk and i feel like a lot of people nowadays just want to hear people talk you don't really get that anymore. You get the radio, and then if you want to listen to podcasts, you can learn new stuff. You can just hear people chit-chatting, um, see different opinions on things, different point of views. So, that, gosh, that's a really tough question, I guess. <laughs> I'm sorry. Gosh. Um, 
you want me to hit you with a softer one first, and then we can go yeah, back Yeah, we to might it? want to circle back to that one. I'm, gosh, that's a tough one, man. All right. What's the last movie you saw in theaters? Oof. I think the last movie that I saw was the one um, A Star is Born. It was the okay. last one we yeah. saw. Um, living over in Woodbury, we tried to go to the Alamo. I had Tuesdays, you know, like $5 movies. Those are the best. $5 Tuesdays, that's when everybody should go to the movie theater. That is the best time. You're yeah. saving so much money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, eat a big meal before, so you're not even <laughs> yeah. tempted to get, like, the $5, like, small candy. Yeah, the small candy for $5. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, it's insane what they get you on those. So, yeah, we, we went Tuesday. Um, I guess that was a while back. Um, But, yeah, that was the last movie I saw. Okay. Did, what, have you seen it? Yeah, what did you think of it? You know, I, I really liked it, but the ending just – such a weird twist man i i wasn't expecting that i was looking for more of a recovery and, and bradley cooper really doesn't play that role very often no you really don't see his character doing that um so i was kind of shocked by it but it, i knew it was a remake and i knew it i kind of knew it going into it yeah um but i thought it was done very well they mm-hmm. both did really good um yeah that, that's i want to go see the avengers but i know the ending had it spoiled for me 10 times now really so it's like well, don't right. see it or... well i haven't seen it yet so don't do <laughs> okay, that to me we're All not right. going to talk about it then <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's pretty much where i'm at with that what about you what's the last thing you saw last thing i saw in theaters i shazam shazam how was it was it, it was good? really good yeah yeah i didn't know what to expect because i don't really like it's it was made by dc and mm-hmm. so I, th- I feel like you're either like a dc person or you're a marvel person yeah yeah and so i didn't know what to expect because batman and superman it was kind of like those are a little more dark films and yeah. I like more upbeat stuff. Yep, yep. And something I can laugh at. I'm sure. not a fan of scary movies, by the way. Really? So, oh, I love yeah. scary movies. So I, I'd I'd rather like be really engaged um, through action or mm-hmm. some drama or something like that, mm-hmm. or laugh my head off. But, yeah. Um. Yeah. Shazam was really good. And yeah, I'd like to see that. Yeah, I'd see it again. Like, okay. The character. So it it kind of goes like this: this young boy, mm-hmm. um, he is like the chosen one okay somehow gets to be like the chosen one sure. and he's a 13 year old boy but whenever he says shazam he turns into the superhero so he can go back and forth okay yeah th- yep yep and it's like his struggle to come to terms with his powers and stuff like that i could see him making a sequel for it but yeah i think it'd be fine if they just left it at that one too yeah it was, it was pretty good yeah some when they make those sequels it's like come on you, you, you know just, they're stretching their dollar oh, yeah. gosh you're just trying to get another another hit out of it yeah uh, but but game I'd recommend of, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh Game of Thrones. Do you watch it? Um, so if you're a fan of Game of Thrones, don't get mad at me for this. I just I've only seen one episode. Okay. And it's not that I wasn't a fan of it. I just feel like I don't have the time. It's a lot of time, man. It is it is a big it commitment. Is a, it is a massive commitment. I guess that's one thing I'm passionate about, Game of Thrones. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Game of Thrones is great. <laughs> oh gosh, it's a lot of time. And this this season is just wild. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard like, yeah, it's been quite, quite. Well, how many episodes are left? Like, uh, three. Three. I think it's only six in the season. Yeah. But they're it's like an hour and a half each episode, so you're pretty much watching a movie. Yeah. And there's no commercials, so you're sitting there, and it it's insane. And you, you know, by by this season, you have such a strong connection with the characters, and like this last episode is supposed to be just like the I don't are know people just dying left and right. Well, that's kind the, of thing. Are you gonna watch it? Like, can I just? go to town on talking about it you can go yeah all I right mean, like i'd have to watch like <laughs> you'd have to like, watch like four months worth of movies. yeah episodes. I'd, uh, 
what I'm looking for is like if I have to get like a surgery sometime sh- soon, then I could watch it. Binge Game of Thrones. So let's hope I don't get hit by a car anytime soon. But if it happens, I could probably watch. Okay, Game of well, we can always talk about it then yeah. too. Yeah. Um, but no, it's uh. <laughs> so this last episode was the battle, um, at Winterfell against okay. the uh, the dead essentially and the night king pretty much controls all of them we knew this was coming up and this battle scene was like 55 days to record so it's just just a massive production um going into it i was expecting a lot of the characters to die off but they really didn't there was a couple where you're like you you expected it like theon's one of the guy i knew that i knew he was gonna die um but there was no like connection with any of the deaths it's like really i get it you got to try and cram everything to an hour and a half one episode you still have three episodes where you have to take over another king's landing so it's like yeah i know i'm probably going deep for you and you're like yeah this is stupid whatever no it's okay i'm um, a big fan of harry potter so like if people love harry like, potter too yeah. we could talk about that okay um but um yeah it, it was a disappointment man but it was it's such a good show in my opinion they did they did really well with it i need to read the books i haven't finished writing them but probably get to those next yeah it's on the to-do list yeah, eventually. Yeah, I'd like to start reading more. I just don't have time. I, when I say that, I probably do have time. It's just... it's Yeah, it's that... It's finding out, like, what's a top priority and then what and can then kind what, of be put yeah. on the back burner. And, and then what, yeah. Yeah. Do but, you find, like, yourself trying to listen to audiobooks or anything like that? Have you explored that realm? Yeah, I have. Um, I mean, at work, I throw in my headphones and I listen to podcasts. I'll listen to a three-hour podcast, three-hour podcast, you know, just keep grinding through them. Um, and that's pretty much where I get all my news. I get all my politic you know brush up all that stuff from um which is great but then audiobooks is something else you can just you have that background noise you you don't feel like you're really retaining the information but then again you're like oh yeah that, that totally makes sense like you get to that part in like the audiobook you're like oh yeah i heard that like a couple hours ago yeah. but i wasn't listening that much. yeah it's one of those things that like if you just kind of throw on an episode of a tv show like say you have friends on in the background yep. like you can pop in and out and still get the gist of it yes yeah but yeah with books i feel like I've tried doing audiobooks, but mm-hmm. I kind of need like the physical thing to really yeah retain the information. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a cool thing that you know we're fortunate enough to have. If you don't have time to read, you drive and plop one on and go to town. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's uh, I don't really read as much. I should probably start reading more. I got some recommendations for you if you're. All right. If you're well, looking. we can talk later about yeah. it. I'm definitely yeah. down because after the show. After the show. <laughs> <laughs> episode two (laughs) of the merge podcast yeah but yeah for sure i need to i just need to get back i I read all the harry potter i i liked the harry potter books i'm huge fan um but beyond that really just didn't really read much man i was too busy being outside i guess yeah (laughs) just doing stuff i probably should have i think about it why if it's any if it's any consolation i really didn't get into reading until i was like senior in high school too so okay. it was it was something i was like well yeah i don't have time for that i got yeah I got time for playstation but <laughs> yeah, yeah. playstation just takes priority man it does man it, it, it really does <laughs> yeah yeah is your playstation guy or an xbox guy i bounced back and forth when i was in grade school yeah i was like well most of my friends now when they went from ps2 to like xbox 360 mm-hmm it seemed like everybody was playing xbox 360 you so. could play online yeah you play with all your friends yeah so we we did that and we played call of duty zombies and oh, yeah. just all that kind of stuff and and then then as i went to college i got a, a ps4 and yeah never looked back kind of thing jeez oh, man i got an xbox one so i okay. it's hard and i have friends that have ps4 and play like rocket league together but i mean beyond that it's like 
Damn. Maybe <laughs> that really hardcore hard game in that you're looking for. Right? I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like there was a there was a point in time there where my old my old roommate Addison, him and I would play Call of Duty like this last year when we were both in college, good ten hours a day, just crank it out. And then yeah. it's you look back and you're like, Wow, all that time I just wasted <laughs> playing video games. It's totally worth it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's totally worth it. Well, because you don't feel guilty about it when you're, because you have your classes and you're like, well, I need a break. Yeah. So might as well crank out some games play like Call some, of Duty. Play some Call of Duty. Yeah. yeah, that's a good way to connect too. Mm-hmm. Chill with your friends on Call of Duty. Yeah. No, that's awesome. But um, yeah, you got any more questions? Yes. Let's hear it. Right. So where was the last place that you traveled to and what drew you to that location? Oh, where did I go? We, did I go to uh i went to florida last for work um but be, yeah we're just gonna disregard that that really does just strict work okay. so that's about it um leisure we, trip leisure trip we went to colorado okay um raquel my friend andrew my friend theo and then myself went to colorado um, okay did some snowboarding so I, I taught raquel how to snowboard this year and pretty much we just started hitting it hard um because I that's okay. That's one thing I'm passionate about. I love snowboarding. Okay, huge hey, snowboarder. We're finding it out here through there these other go. questions. We're finding his passions, <laughs> folks. <laughs> so uh, we went out to Colorado. Um, we stayed in Winter Park with our friend Theo. His parents have a place out there. Stayed out there a couple days, and then we went to Keystone. Um, did some snowboarding over there, and then jetted back. Did a four day weekend. So uh, yeah, that was that was fun. It was a good time getting her on the slopes, getting her to. Uh, experience a real mountain not just small hill we have trekking around here yeah yeah that was interesting <laughs> yeah no it was uh it was uh it was fun though what about you where's the last place you have been um i went to california in february what, what part of california did you go to uh san diego and then la nice what do you think it was good what do you think of the traffic i didn't have any well it was raining the whole time i was there oh really that was the like bad i, I was like because it was freezing here. Yep. It's like, I'll go out to California. It'll be nice and sunny. Yeah, yeah. Get out there. It rains the whole time. <laughs> That's except how for it the last goes, day I'm there. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, not a lot of people like driving in the rain out there. No. It, it frightens them more than I think. It'd be like their equivalent, uh, our equivalent to like. A foot of snow. Yeah, a foot mm-hmm. of snow. So, yeah. everybody stayed off the roads. Mm-hmm. So, it actually wasn't too bad. The tra- we I didn't have to sit in traffic too long. But That's nice. That's like the main thing about that area. It's just just traffic i've been to san francisco um fresno just kind of bounced around california i have family that's down there and then we just visited okay it's a beautiful state but it's just crazy man it's a different world yeah (laughs) it's just different and it's like i don't know made sure i was back at my airbnb before like nighttime before nine o'clock yeah night i was like yeah i could explore around here but it's just me and I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not really familiar with this place. So yep. Not everyone's Midwest nice. So. That's the thing, man. It's so different. You, yeah. It's like you go anywhere else. It's not like the Midwest. The yeah. service sucks everywhere beyond like the Midwest. Um, people just aren't as friendly. They just go do their thing and then just dip. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's uh. Yeah. What did you you just say so you went there just by yourself? So yeah. The heck with it and just went. Yeah, it was kind of like a graduation present to myself. I was like, nice. Oh, I just. One of the things that I really am striving to do more now that I'm older is just travel. And yeah. whether that's with my family, like mm-hmm. whether I grab my brother and sister and mm-hmm. we go somewhere, or there's just me, like I want to experience different things because mm-hmm. I want to be able to tell my students, like, this is what it's actually like. I have pictures from where I was here. Mm-hmm. So then they have, like, I think traveling, it, it allows you to be opened up to so many different perspectives and yeah, yeah. get to know many different people in their culture and food. 
mm-hmm. and things like that. It's so, a big one, the food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, California's food, phenomenal. Oh, yeah, it's nuts. There's, a, There's everything. Yeah, farmer's market in San Diego, like in Little, Little, Little Italy in San Diego. Yep. And I was in heaven. I was all the smells and it's then so try crazy. the free samples and yeah i could have stayed in there forever it's so <laughs> nuts um yeah little italy that's a that's a cool place i've been to little italy in new york and then uh what was the other one um chinatown in new york was pretty cool just like the smells the atmosphere um you don't feel like you're in the u.s you know yeah yeah it takes <laughs> it feels like you're gone land. yeah yeah no it's uh that's really cool do you have any other trips coming up here um this summer i might try going to where the field of dreams field of dreams movie was filmed okay where's that in iowa iowa nice yeah um but i think it's like a like a four-hour drive from eau claire so yeah it's actually not too bad could do it in a day yeah yeah i was just Um, down there not too long ago for work it's a quick little drive yeah yeah so i want to do that i think i'll go in like august or something when the corn's pretty high yeah it'd be more picturesque sweet but um uh i think that might be the Maybe Cleveland again to see my buddy. My buddy works is like doing uh, working for NASA in Cleveland. Nice. And we used to work at like the go kart track in Hayward together. Yep. So um, it was just good to see him last summer there. And I feel like I gotta explore a little bit more of the city of Cleveland. And we yeah, went and saw like the A Christmas Story house. Yeah. Okay. Great. Was, great yeah. movie. Yes. <laughs> so his house was actually only like a mile away from where that movie was shot, and so they have like this museum. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything like you can actually stay in the house that a christmas story is filmed in wow so it was pretty it was passionate people that. at that point yeah yeah they're Dang. really passionate uh, but any gift imaginable that you think could be made from a christmas story was there cool nice but that's yeah cleveland and probably iowa so not not any really extravagant places but you're getting out you know you're getting out doing yeah, something getting out of town for a little while yeah exploring while you're young might as well yeah. if you got some money in the bank do it mm-hmm. you know when you get older you get a family it's not as easy um yeah that's awesome man keep trucking yeah so uh yeah looks like we're running up on 30 minutes here at this break what uh (laughs) you got anything else um all right last question that i have for you all righty okay if all right if you could have one meal for the rest of your life what would it be Oh man, I am a huge pizza guy. Pizza? Okay. Yeah. So the thing is, I started this keto diet. I was like, you know what? I just want to try it. I want to do it. So I cut carbs and it's like, it's so tough. Having withdrawals? Oh my gosh. I had a, I was like two weeks in and I had a, we went out to eat in uh, Woodbury and I had a pizza by myself and I like felt so sick, but it was so good. I was just crashing my <laughs> head, baby. just throbbing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm big pizza guy, big, big pizza guy. Okay. Um, yeah, I can't go without that. That's for sure. What I'd, about you? Is I'd that... give you the freedom though to like, you wouldn't have to eat the same kind of pizza. You could like go to oh. different shops and stuff like oh, that. Oh gosh. Yeah. This then this, really that's a done deal. Thing, but that's a done yeah. deal then. Yeah. All day. What about you? Where are you, where are you at with that food spectrum? Yeah. I'm saying anything breakfast, but if we had to go real specific, okay. let's say French toast. French toast is delicious. It, it depends on how it's made. Yeah. Some people are not good at making French toast. You're like, yeah, okay, you can do better. Like my mom, bad at making French toast. And then I, you go somewhere and it's just amazing. It's like, all right, I'll take a couple more of those. Yeah. Just keep them coming. <laughs> I, I'd like to think I make it pretty well. I had like a little, yeah. I had, um, almost, I called it Dalton's Diner. Back nice. in college, we just had people come over on Saturday mornings and have breakfast. Sweet. And so we had the 616 B&B 
and Dalton's diner. <laughs> so, yeah, nice. it, was, it was a good time. We just had breakfast, and then we'd play, like, um, video games, like Mario Kart and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and just have a solid Saturday together. Sweet. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, entrepreneur, man. You got a lot of things going on. <laughs> You're busy. Thanks for coming on and talking to me. Yeah, thanks um, for having me. Do you want to let us know where you can get the Northern Nerd stuff? Everyone sure. wants to take a look at it, listen to your podcast? Yeah, so you can check out the Northern Nerd at, at www.thenorthernerd.com. Um, or check us out on Facebook and then also listen to the Northern Nerd podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, and Castbox. Nice. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's been one good 30 minute break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right.